Hi, my name's Frank Walker from National <laughs> Tiles. Hi, I'm Clive Peters, E-E-E-Z. Uncommon is a production by Neural, an agency that helps both brands and talent tell their story. To learn more, just visit neural.com. That's N-E-U-R-A-L-L-E.com. Boys, you're back. Hello. Yes. Hi. Welcome. We're here to ruin you, the, how you do your show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Crush the format. Do you no know, intro. I, I thought about, because um, we Jacob was reaching out to Arnie Donna the other day, and we actually thought, have they ever done like a serious interview ever? I, I mean, think they have. I think they have, but they, it it they, they, it doesn't go seriously. They've gone no. to a serious I was, show. I listened to a serious one. They did a... Uh, Comedians Comedian Podcast with Stuart Goldman. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that's his name. But it's a podcast about comedy, and I think they took it seriously because it was like a comedy nerd podcast. Right. They were just talking about their Netflix deal. Was it interesting? Yeah. That's what I listened to it. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) So what was the name of it? Uh, It's a comedy podcast called The Comedians Comedian Podcast. Is this how you want to start the episode? By telling everyone to fuck off and listen to something else? Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like, welcome to Uncommon. If you would like a different podcast with different guests, check out this instead. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, we uh, thank you, Luke, for sharing uh, the questions. Uh, unlike Lewis here the other night. Yeah. Well, uh, we good. do get. We did get Although, some good notes. You said cheers for sharing, and I went, "Don't thank me yet, mate. Our fans <laughs> yeah. are garbage, yeah. and mm. you will cop not much." Valuable stuff, I assume. Yeah, no, you, you nothing, should actually. Nothing available you're putting it on me a bit, but you should actually say thank you that I didn't share. <laughs> yeah. You know, no. All we got back was um, come. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Bone mill. Uh huh. Obviously, yeah. he's our favorite YouTuber. Biggest, Biggest YouTuber, YouTuber of all time. You know, he just hit 90 million subscribers <laughs> really? recently. Yeah. Well, yeah. last not, time I checked, he was on 85. Yeah, yeah. Not in total. I mean, 90 million in the last three months added to the previous total. What? Yeah, crazy. He's huge. <laughs> Jacob gave me some notes here as well. Uh, it says Luke Shredding meet the met the vocalist of Body Jar at Locality Skate Shop in Greensboro. Jacob listens to my podcast. <laughs> Edit a Reese right. fangirl moment. Yeah. Um, do you know the band Body Jar? No, I don't. They're on the Tony Hawk Three soundtrack. Okay. So killer soundtrack. Get to it. Um, you know that song like You're Not the Same. You've Changed. Ooh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, we went in to buy our skateboards because we were, we posed the question on an, on my podcast of are we too old to skateboard? I'm and turning, I have the answer. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm turning 25 tomorrow. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, and it's tomorrow. Okay. Well, <laughs> you got a day. Okay. You know, <laughs> but happy birthday. Thank you, tomorrow. mate. That's all I want. Don't give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then everyone said no. You, you're young, you're youthful, go out there and shred it up. So I bought a skateboard. I mean, on paper, young, but the way you treat your body, are you young? Is that young? My liver, no, but <laughs> mentally, yeah. I'm still all there. Yeah, mentally, you're a child. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> mentally, I'm like seven. Yeah. Physically, I'm like 45. Yeah. So I meet somewhere in the middle, mm. which is skating territory. And uh, Reese, who's a big fan of like that 90s, 2000s pop punk music, uh, he freaks out. He's buying the skateboard, and I didn't know the guy. And uh, Reese goes, <gasps> and Reese doesn't really talk that much, but he just froze up more than usual. Okay. And I go like, "What's up?" And he goes, "Hey, man, are you the guy from Body Jar?" And the guy's like, "Oh yeah, dude, yeah, still in that band, you know." Which 
I do when I think. Because he was very like, yeah, I run a skate shop and I do this on the side now because we're kind of like an older band. But the dude was a legend and uh, he was freaking out. Like Reese, he was a nerd now. So that's weird for Reese because he's less of like a human, more of an AI program. <laughs> yeah, he's my the robot. body. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that guy must have spent all of his royalties on that skate shop. Dude, it's a cool skate shop. You can you tell can't get a skate shop for two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, this fan was uh, big. Oh, come on, Blink Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. They must have gotten paid. No, a they did. Yeah, dude. They would have got. Blink they would have got. Used like to open a grand for them. once. They they went on tour with Blink when they were huge in America doing stadiums. So surely they'd make big money. Do you just get doing royalties that. from they were from on video games? Games? Not continuous royalties. You would get some sort of deal. Yeah, you get paid once, like a lump, to be in the some, game, and maybe some sort of. Res- Maybe not so much residual, but they would have definitely got some sort of deal. They, now, would, Tony Hawk doing, was, they would have done okay, and if they used their money, PlayStation was Sony as well, yeah. so they wouldn't have. They would have had no choice but to do some sort of deal. That's, I feel. that's true. I bet they in somewhere in their contract it said, "Oh, by the way, if we put you in a video game, no cash." Yeah, you know, something like that. Yeah, they might have paid them. You know what like I think? Speaking of like music in video games, I think how cool would it be for the next Grand Theft Auto when it comes out in twenty seventy? Uh, if if they have like radio stations that are constantly updated live, that would be sick, right? They they could do that. I just completely tune out. What did you just say? In Grand, in Grand <laughs> Theft Auto, so, so, yeah. when like, the next one comes out, you know how they have radio stations. Oh, um, real I reckon life radio. That would they would update it. Wouldn't be real life. All the conversations would still be scripted, but they would have the technology to update the song. Like it weekly or something. Every every time they updated something, like a major update, they could have a current station that plays But do you reckon music. they could actually buy like episodes of Howard Stern or something and then like put it in the game and it uploads weekly? Yeah, so as you're driving I think it'd be around. too expensive though. Yeah. Mm. Or like a show. Say I know like that. The Breakfast Club or whatever this big show over. In in Grand Theft Auto 4, and I imagine the new one, I haven't played it, you could upload your own music to the game mm. and then it would just randomize it and put it on like a, a pirate radio station and it played all these jokes I about like, oh, this is your pirated music and then it would play songs that you put in the game. Yeah. I mean, you can just like, well, I just did that anyway when I played Tony Hawk. I just turned down the in-game volume and put Spotify on in the background. Less immersive. I was just thinking about like that whole No, licensing. because you keep the game sounds on. It's exactly the same. Yeah, Spotify but you don't runs have the, PlayStation. the announcer. Oh. <laughs> do, you, do you guys you guys distribute your podcast like pretty much everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Like Spotify, yeah. anything yeah. Apple We related. do cassettes as yeah. well. Every week we're out on the street. Sometimes we're just cassettes. flicking USBs to people yeah. on the street. Because mm-hmm. we had this. Who did we meet with this week? That music group, the the like metal music group, and now they're Metallica. Like, Unified. Unified. That's oh, yeah. it. That's the one. So we met with Unified, and they just signed uh, a podcast. I like. I got a sense that like podcasting is because of Joe Rogan. They just signed Lewis's gonna... favorite band, Shortstack. Mm-hmm. They did too. They yeah, my favorite band of all in the time. meeting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge short stack fan. Really? Pancakes and music. <laughs> Double trouble. I did take some sarcasm mm-hmm. there, but no. I love no? pancakes. What are you talking about? No, the band. <laughs> the band? No, yeah. short stack. They're the best band in the world. And he has never, ever bad mouthed them on a podcast. Never he once. Not once. It. It's not like he talked badly about them on our show and then they actually commented mm. on the yeah. uh, episode or anything and then he retracted it immediately next episode. That didn't happen that at would all. Be, that would be disingenuous. Because he would never do that. <laughs> that's the story of, just a, of, like, of a liar. Just like the, how if anyone never, would do that, they'd be a bad person and that's not me. He'd never <laughs> lie to get like a viral article either, would he? I've no, never done that. He no. wouldn't. Yeah, never if make if, up if a you're a fan name. of my content, you know I've never told a lie. <laughs> you know, 
that's kind of the appeal of Lewis Spears. It's like mm-hmm. trustworthy mm-hmm. and reliable, authoritative. Yeah, you know, yeah. Chad father figure. Yeah. Alpha I, wouldn't say Chad. I wouldn't say father figure either. <laughs> you know, what, you were going to get halfway through the podcast and start calling me daddy? Bit much. <laughs> mm. Oh, fuck. All right. Yeah, so, so what were you saying about Universe? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know, to be honest. No, we you podcast? We met with them. And yeah. the, so my question to you is like, do you think if, if any of these labels or platforms came to you and said, okay, we're going to pay you a lot of money and we want to license Luca mm-hmm. Lewis, but it's only going to be here, would you do it? Or does it run counterintuitive to eventually selling shows anyway? Well, we, we just accepted a half-million-dollar deal from Tidal. Um, I haven't told Luke about it. But our show is going to be exclusive to Tidal, uh, and the pitch it's is... It's going to suck for anyone who's tuned into this wanting uh, to be informed on yeah. our business. And you're just like, is that what the show is? Yeah. Is that what people are here for to find out about the business? Yeah. Well, you'll love this. Guess where we're signed to? Half a million dollars title. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are... Oh, uh, fuck. We, we, we I think we do it. Spotify mm. because I think over 50% of our audience already listens on Spotify. Yeah. But you can't pick a platform that... Uh, might reflect so th- those badly deals. With doing doing those deals to go exclusive to like a new platform or an emerging platform. It's such a crazy risk. So for us to do that, we would have to be offered like a life cha- changing amount of money, and it would have to be a limited time only, just to protect us from their company failing. Because you know, Ninja did it. The Twitch streamer, biggest biggest streamer on the planet. Microsoft starts up a Twitch competitor, Mixer. They sign him for like probably 50 to $100 million to go exclusive there. And then they didn't even get it, I, I believe, like a year into his contract. And then Mixer went under. Uh, and then he was just able to leave. But imagine if they didn't go under and he was just stuck on a failing platform for however many years he agreed to. Right. Like, So he, you're more concerned about that than potentially the audience there. I mean, I also like want people to listen to our show. Well, that's yeah, the main thing. Like, we, we're comedians honest, first. Do you listen to Joe Rogan as much as you no, do? No, I don't. No. I don't anymore. Yeah. I actually do I. don't. No. And yeah. I think that's what we'd maybe do audio exclusive somewhere mm. and ideally like a big streaming service, ideally Spotify or something like that. Yeah. Mm. But um, YouTube is pretty much like a deal breaker because that's where our audience is. You can't, you and can't leave YouTube. Like filming... Stuff is the f- it's it's not it's even everything. the future of podcasting. Last the, time we came on, we were was. talking about how it's like the future. But now it's, it's the it's, if you don't if you don't film, you're weird. Yeah, it's so important. Like like yeah, the reason why I don't listen to many Joe Rogan podcasts anymore is because it's not on YouTube. It used to just yeah. come up on trending. Or I used to get recommended it, and I go, oh, yeah. Miley Cyrus. I'm like, that could be crazy. Yeah. And old yeah. Kanye, I'll listen to that. Yeah, he still just chuck it on. He still puts out the clips, but they're like delayed. Yeah. At least by a day or so, and it's I, I'm yes. like seeing stuff and being like, oh, yeah, this person on. I'm yeah. just not. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I'm connected with like what's currently happening at with all. that show. The and whole, I worry yeah. that, that would happen if we did it, but I, I think we're too small to even be. Yeah, that's been the realm even, of possibility yet. Not not anything to worry about because like you know it would be. At, at our size, it would be silly to go exclusive, even for heaps of money, because it would just hamstring our growth. Mm. You know, like where Luke and I stand up comedians first, like 
the the podcast is amazing and heaps of fun, but like we want people to come to shows. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah, so I've always thought that. It's like we also cool. don't really give a shit about the money of like the podcast and nah. stuff. Mm. Yeah, because it's no, we, we, we took seen... half a mil from title, so we, we're sorted. <laughs> yeah, money wise, <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> Yeah, so long as you can pay for bone meal, that's all that matters, right? We couldn't afford him. Yeah. We haven't met him. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. He's my favorite, though. <laughs> all right, so last time we caught up was it was us, Neil. We're doing remote. It mm-hmm. was July last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just moved to Frankston. Yep. Um, I know you've escaped Frankston now. At least studio temporarily. Wise. I'm temporarily. here. You know. Oh well, the Luke and Lewis show has escaped. I've We've escaped. moved studios. Yeah. I'm sorry. You've escaped. Luke you're, will never go back. I'm still there. Of. What's um like in hindsight? Comedy's back, which is fucking great. Yes. Uh, this will go out. Your shows will be in their final week, probably. Yes. yes. Come so, see us. Come see the guys. When uh, when are you both normally performing? Uh, both our shows are 8.30, uh, but we're both doing every single night. I'm not doing Monday and Luke is not doing Wednesday. Yes. But every night other than that. So no Monday, no Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. 35 bucks a ticket. LukeKidgel.com, LewSpears.com. Rubber Chicken, South Melbourne. That's my venue. That's which, your venue. by the way, can we all agree? Funniest name ever for a venue. <laughs> yeah. Like Great every time, safe word. Like everyone who, who listened to this, when you said Rubber Chicken... They pissed themselves laughing. They yeah. were like, it's- no one called their venue that. Oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they really did. Yeah. I, think I actually I'm- like it as a name. It fucking stands out. Uh, well, <laughs> look, it does stand out. It stands out. out. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, in, in the same way when you get a black eye, people go, fuck, that stands out. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's noticeable. Okay, well, is it is it an improvement? <laughs> Perhaps not, but I'll notice it. If you guys had a venue that was good enough for comedy, what would you call it? Just something generic like the like the comics lounge. Perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Up in Sydney they have the, the comedy, comedy store. store. You know? Mm. Just just go it's a store. comedy. They sell comedy thing. Comedy thing. Be very specific. The comedy seller. The, the comedy, comedy strips. New York, get it. Yeah. Stand up New York. Mm-hmm. Um so you're at Rubber Chicken, where are you performing? Uh Kicks Bar on Kicks Elizabeth bar? Street. That's okay. cool. That's a sports bar. Kicks. Yeah. Nice and simple. Rubber Chicken doesn't scream comedy, it screams Dog toy. Yeah. <laughs> you're on the run again it and screams. You're, in the, you're in the trenches. Literally screams, yeah. I shouldn't trash my own venue. Inside the venue, it's lovely. I just have a real issue with the name. Yeah. But so the guy why, that runs it is amazing. So why go with it then if it's such an issue? Uh, well, because it's he a great was, venue. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty hard to find venues for the festival. <laughs> 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 they, they offered me half a million dollars to do my show there. I was, yeah. Did, last year when I when we were I was at the Loogies, you guys would always perform at that same venue on King Street. Well, what's that called again? Uh, the the uh, music one. Music it's Institute. like a music school there. Yeah. Yeah, the Australian Institute of Music, AIM. Yeah. AIM, that's mm. it. Did you consider going back there this year? They weren't hosting. Oh, they didn't reply to my email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's those those uni ones. And any that business... only work is we're splitting it between three of us throughout the night. Yeah, it's quite expensive for yeah, the venue okay. hire every night. Yeah, uh, and was obviously subsidised because it was split between the three of us. Yeah. If I was to just do there, would not be very profitable or worth doing. Yeah. Also, it's 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 too big. Like it was two hundred. Like Luke and I both, after a year off, more than a year off doing like actual hour long shows, we wanted to do as many as we could. Mm. So now we're doing we're doing twenty three just in Melbourne, and we then both like of us are going to go yeah. like you know interstate. So the, the venues look a lot more intimate as well, which is it's nice. good. 
it's nice. You can see everyone. It feels it feels like it's a nice return to comedy. Like I don't think I would want to have a whole year off and then just get up in front of like five hundred people once mm. and they go, "Oh shit, that was crazy." Am I am I back into the routine of it? You know, like we got to uh, keep doing it. I think like, I've only done like something like thirty eight gigs since comedy's been back since mm. December first. Only thirty eight. What would you normally do per month? I mean, it's been like three months. Like it's like been it, hard let, to get gigs. When, when things were normal, how many months would you on average do? Uh, I have it written down. I have like since I ever started. I think the most I've ever done in a year is like 140. Fuck. You want to try and so be like, doing two to not, three no, some people every like two, day. Yeah, I guess if, if it makes sense if you're doing your some midweek shows. Do way more. Well, these aren't hours. They're like these are five minute spots. So yeah. like to write an hour, you kind of need per five minutes of new material. You Kind of needs a month to like perfect. I just checked my notes. 2019, 143 gigs. 2020, oh, 33. Shit. <laughs> Rough. Rough. Yeah. <laughs> and I think most of that was like our regional tour. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, 12 or 14 of those dates were on the tour that we yeah. did. And then so I did 13 other spots before. Oh, geez, I had a busy they, January. But, hang yeah. on. That, yeah. was, that was predominantly, that would have been predominantly December as well. Yeah, you said I, I did about 1st. 10 at the end uh, before the loogies. Fuck. I know we talked a lot about the uh, the low lights of 2020, but what in hindsight seems like the highlights? What did you guys learn? Uh, I I was forced to learn how to make the my the online side of my business profitable because before I ran my shit of like oh throw money at the YouTube thing and then I'll break even and that's cool and then I'll make my money on tour and then all of or a sudden title. I or title, or title which, yeah, which was a real lifesaver. <laughs> Um, but then, you know, like I, I was, did that breaking even on the online thing. I'm like, this is great. Everything's going great. And then the, you know, COVID happened. They were like, oh, by the way, your income gone. And I was like, shit. So it was in a way, I think good for probably both of us and, and a lot of the online people, cause it forced us to like really figure out the online thing. Cause it's hard to do both properly at the same time. Fill out the JobKeeper forms correctly as well. So I learned how to navigate Centrelink's website quite frequently. Actually, Luke's right. I take it all back. JobKeeper was by far the best part. (laughs) I worked out how to make my online business profitable and that was government handouts. (laughs) And you guys have like, do you trade as like under an ABN or do you have like a company that pays you a salary? Uh, Well, we we used to be just sole traders, but since we were purchased by Tidal, it's a little bit messy. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, You're going to keep, you're really going to keep going with this title thing the whole episode, aren't you? Well, I don't want to lie to your listeners. <laughs> but there's this You wouldn't lie. There's no, a thing called I would the, never lie. the dip in comedy, right? Yeah, and yeah. we've hit the dip of the title joke. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you give it 30 minutes, it'll Mate, come back around. Yeah. We'll be having a giggle in 20 minutes. It's yeah. it's I will be I hate it at the moment. Yeah. We're in it's the terrible. we're in the dip, but we're remember when Bitcoin dipped? Yeah. What happened straight after that? Fucking Boom. rocketed. A bunch mate. of people made a few million. To the moon. You know? Um Okay, so it was the online Getting oh, the online going. And basically. Twitch. We both started streaming. Yeah. Pretty regularly. I, I started on YouTube mainly. I did Friday Night Drinks, which mm-hmm. became like a bit of a staple for me throughout. I remember attending a few of those. It, it, well, he was doing it, that anyway. So I know. I, yeah, well I might as well film it. Like, I'm just doing this <laughs> yeah. anyway. So uh, well, That's why I had it. my bar. 
to, you know, I, I, I felt say, like I could be sitting there with you judgy. online. Hey, Jordan's stashed downstairs. <laughs> I, I walk in, I go, rough year, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's less a bar, more like half the kitchen bench, <laughs> yeah, you know? Much, pretty much. Yeah, it, it turned into, a, I guess you could call it a hobby. Mm, some, or a problem, <laughs> you know? I don't have a drinking problem at all. Um, okay, so you, you got that going. You're doing the online stuff. I actually saw that maybe it was yourself you did a campaign with Logitech. Yes. Yep. Did that come via um, agency? Yes, yeah, it did. What's her name? Kit? Kitty? Uh, Kitty, yeah. Kitty which Korea. Is, which yeah. is also my cat's name. <laughs> really? Now, yeah. Can I tell you how angry I am about this? Because I got offered the exact same deal. Okay. And then um, we're not going to disclose how much. He paid generously. It wasn't as much as the title deal. All right, we're coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> but it was. What, his paid generously or yours did? It we both, both got both offered the same, have, yeah. right? And now what I did, because I'm a responsible person, I go, well, before I lock that in, I'm going to look at my calendar. And then I went, oh, I'm in Bathurst that that night. that they Because they were coming from overseas to shoot this stuff with Australian creators. They wanted to film so they were like, person. we're yeah. here for these days. You have to be here. And I went, sorry, I'm interstate. I'm not in Melbourne. I can't do it. And I had to turn down mm-hmm. a lot of money. Now, Lewis doesn't check his calendar. No. Nah. And he Did double books Did you notice how things. I was super late today? Yeah. Didn't check my calendar. Yeah. Yes. Had a lot of stuff on today. <laughs> I made it. I was late and that's rude, but I'm here. Uh, I think it's like uh, I was saying to Luke earlier, I'm pretty sure all the interviews we've done with you, mm-hmm. you've been late. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's crazy because I'm always late to our show. I have yeah. no respect for our team, yeah. but yeah. I have respect for other people. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just not I'm my friend. complete opposite, mate. <laughs> He's I've, got respect I for his team. I purely respect no my team, your team, whatever. <laughs> yeah. you know? sorry, sorry, mate, but I just have to admit it, you know? <laughs> so Logitech, you miss out on it. All right, so it. then Lewis realizes it's, about a week before talking. So- right now in this part of the story, it sounds like I've made a good decision, mm-hmm. but let Luke finish. And then he goes, oh, shit, I've double booked myself. I'm in Bathurst and I got to do this Logitech no, thing. You're, you're forgetting. I triple booked myself. I also agreed to host some fucking terrible uh, bingo night <laughs> in fucking Sydney. Do you remember? Yes. Did you go do that? Yeah. <laughs> it so was hell. We had we were lucky that we had three days off between shows. So we hung out in Bathurst or some shithole for mm. like – Three days, and that's one of the worst places I've ever been. Mm. And I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. If you no, are listening from there, move. Yeah. yeah, move. If your town is based off motorsport yeah. and you yeah, go, what is there to do here? And people go, have you checked out the track? It's not a track. It's a road. Yeah. There's houses on it. Yeah. <laughs> on the track. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, mate. The track, there's one outside my house too. The, you know, the only reason people live in Bathurst is because so many people have been poisoned by the race car fumes that if they get too far away from their ventilator, they'll die. Wait, what? Everyone in Bathurst lives, they're connected to a ventilator. It's true. The whole city, we got there, it looked like a COVID ward. It was like a premonition. Like you're not joking? No. Every single person in Bathurst is on a ventilator. Yeah. Jesus. He's doubling down because it was a bit of a shit one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's done it a couple times. You know, he did with the title thing. Yeah. Now he's done with the ventilator I'm bit. I'm just looking at Jacob like the bullshit detector. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But anyway, we get to this place. Lewis then books a regional flight back. So he has to fly yeah. out of Bathurst for the night. Like with Rex or Rex or yeah. something. It was shit. Pelican. You know those Pelican. planes flap? <laughs> oh, that's why it's called Pelican. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. That, that one's true. Yeah, I've yeah seen that one is true. So he flies back and what? 
it was I'm, I'm annoyed because he flies it. back to get a mad paycheck and I'm just stuck in Bathurst because I've already turned down this deal. We mm. could have flown back together. We could have left Keelan and tour manager Zach there. Yeah. It would have been great. I had the worst time. We were, there was nothing to do there. I just would start going for runs on the tour because I was so yeah. bored. I was just like, I'm going to exercise. The the regional tour, if you don't know, we booked, how many dates was it? It was almost 30. It's like 18. 18. It's not that That's many almost 30. Uh, <laughs> uh, we jumped in an RV and just did all of regional Australia in fucking summer, like fools. Over three weeks. And, and, and on the surface and when we were booking it, when we had that idea, that sounds amazing. Right. Oh, mm. we'll see the whole country. That's It'll be great. Everyone told me. My dad was like, "Mate, you got to be thankful this when you're older. You got to travel from Melbourne to Cairns with all your mates." That's exactly what my dad said. He's like, "It'll change your life." He goes, yeah. And I was like, "Really? I'm going to remember the yeah. the time when our editor threw up outside a Sizzler yeah. on his twentieth birthday because he had too much jelly." Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I will what remember. A that uh, I'll also remember <laughs> night one where we got in and the and the toilet uh, flooded and there was piss all over the floor. Yes, I had to Not sleep even in some piss. backpackers' piss that used the RV before us. Yeah. I drove past the Shepherd in Big Four yeah. last weekend doing a show. I had flashbacks. It traumatized <laughs> me. Yeah. But During you always the night, have that story. I know. <laughs> Dad's like, you should be grateful, mate. I'm yeah. like, really? Yeah. Luke was on. Luke had the floor that night, and so he was kind of soaked in the piss, and yeah. he started hallucinating because mm. the backpackers I, just, I remember the story, so like someone was <laughs> complaining about it rolling into their bed, so it was like... It was yours. Oh, it was just everywhere. Marinade. It was, it was marinating in the way. It was <laughs> it, yeah, upon reflection. My thoughts of it, and I think Luke's similar. My thoughts looking back on it is that was amazing. Let's never fucking do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But you can tick it off though. You know, the, sh- it was the one shows the- were great. Yeah, the, the, it was just like living in it was an just RV. Every was hard. day, that was like, not so much. You'd be showering, mm. and there'd be like a cane toad just like jump into the shower. I'm not kidding. It happened yeah. like twice. <laughs> yeah. and. You get to like, it would be a Wednesday night. We'd be like, after show, all right, we need to get dinner somewhere. We're in Townsville. We look mm. up places to eat. The only place open one night was the casino. It was so grim. We watched this Chinese guy lose everything. Everything. And his wife. Yeah. She like hit him. Yeah. He, he, he put it on the table. It yeah. went down. He lost it. Mm-hmm. And she walked out. And I saw him lose yeah. his house and his family. Yeah. And I was like. Luke took it back to the RV. <laughs> 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 it was crazy. It was it a would. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Dude, lose yeah. it all on a Friday. Yeah. yeah. You think Crown Casino in Melbourne is grim on a oh, weekday? Oh, imagine going to Townsville Casino. It wasn't even a crown. It was, was just it? like a pokey den that was, had a license to play roulette. It, it had yeah. just enough room for like four roulette tables. Oh, it was I, grim. I've seen I've seen someone do a tour of Townsville Casino just mm. to yeah display exactly that how grim it is. Yeah, there is some other casino up that way though. I feel like near Cairns or something Another like that. Another one. There shouldn't be any. No, there was one that was... You shouldn't give those facilities to regional Queenslanders. No. You reckon? No, no that's yeah. why regional Queensland is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, the, apparently there's some <laughs> Chinese guy that bought... Was there a joke there or was that was just <laughs> No, it was just a bit sad. It was, yeah. it was a bit grim. Yeah. I realised after I said it, I went, yeah. I've Not probably hurt some feelings there. <laughs> but that's all right. As we said before, we're never going back. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. No, there was some Chinese bloke that two years ago bought a patch of land that's being turned into like a luxury casino resort thing up near Cairns. That's so funny. So Cairns is lovely. It's nice. It's very nice. Yeah. I'm bit, have you guys Cairns been Cairns was to- nice. I, from memory, Cairns was great. So, then the show was pretty horrific. I did a music festival there like for like this company and um, it was great. 
had such mm. a good weekend. Why does that ring a bell? It? A music festival for so we're in the dip. The grass is greener. It was cool. I'm being ignored. <laughs> oh, sorry. Are you talking? Yeah, I just did said you that do was, another title. I said that was for title, wasn't it? <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I, yeah, I still, still we're not at, we're I still not at it really yet. We're actually getting a I'm bit gonna, deeper. I'm going to come back. I'm holding. I'm not selling this. <laughs> oh fuck! You're mining. That's okay. Like you're digging right. <laughs> so you, 2020, it's online. It's the regional tours. Yeah. Did much, Do you guys feel like much change about your own individual comedy? I don't know. You know, I was really expecting, and I think pretty logically, that I was I and every comedian was going to come back a lot worse because, I mean, you take a year off anything. If an athlete didn't run for a yeah. year, it's going to take them a while to get back to where they were. To be honest, I think once I got the rust off, I think I've kind of come back better and I think maybe it was because all we did was write and like execute ideas without having to worry about, because sometimes when you do stand up all the time, you need to do it two, three, four, five times a week. And sometimes you get lost in the fucking performing and the small things. And I've found sometimes I'm like, if I can't work out a bit, I need to take like a week off stand up and just like think and mm. observe things. So I think it's like, it's I've come back better, but it might it might honestly just be because I now have a new appreciation for it because I missed it so much too. Yeah, you know I'm probably having more fun. I haven't done it for ages. The audience misses it also. But other than that, it was just I think like everyone else, it's just a bit of a shit time. I don't think it changed many people's I lives. I don't think it's changed comedians. Although there was a few comedians like you know you go those early shows back at the Comics Lounge, like you've got mm-hmm. you know. People are very well known on the TV up there with notes going, shit, like I reading jokes and just go, oh, I forgot my lines. There was a real rust really? there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every, of course, Everyone was. haven't done in eight months. Yeah. You wow. lose the muscle a bit. But uh, I have noticed, I don't know if you've had this experience, I think audiences, maybe it's just our generation, like young people, have gotten softer like in what they will like laugh at. Like they're just losers. Well, fuck if you... <laughs> They are. <laughs> like, it's pathetic. Man, we, you got tickets to sell. <laughs> you just go on. What I've noticed in particular, our audience are Suck. losers. No, it's like not everyone. Yeah. It's like um, I'll get a lot of people off TikTok, and I, I hadn't, hadn't noticed it until I started doing these shows where I was like, oh, wow, like I see people's faces. I wouldn't even do something that's that edgy. Like, it would be like kind of edgy. I think the other night on stage in a bit of crowd work, mm. I just implied that um, – Oh, no, I have a joke about Ted Bundy, and it's anti-Ted Bundy. Okay, it's like yeah. that he should be kicked is the joke. Yes. And people went, oh. And I'm like, are you d- defending a serial killer? Yeah. I'm like, what's – because they hear the word and they go, they just, it's just a word. They yeah. go, oh, you shouldn't talk about that. You know what? I think it's <laughs> – so, I'm like, are you worried about me offending serial killers? Is that who you're sticking up for now? Like they're sticking yeah. up for everyone now. I think it's because – He eats people. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's because the only thing to do in quarantine was to watch everybody get cancelled. And then there was like the Black Lives Matter stuff and then there was like uh, heaps of Me Too stuff going on as well and there was so many like – different social causes that went fucking crazy. I think people got lost during in that there. world of like on their phones and that echo 100%. chamber of- yeah. Not that those things are bad, I'll, I'll make it clear. I think they're good that they It's great. Happened. It's almost good that it happened, but I think people got lost in that world for so long. Mm. And it's not like they don't want to laugh. I think there's a lot of people who are actually quite unsure. 
now of what of what they are. can do in public and what they can laugh about in front of their friends. Mm. And there's this real uncertainty, it seems, amongst crowds of like. It's different now, but like, that's, that that was twenty twenty in a nutshell, wasn't it? it because was. you you yes. you completely separated. You're on your devices, and then you're not actually seeing people in real life. You don't yeah. get a gauge for what is. It's it's also like it like people like the, in the same way that we're super rusty, and when when we performed for the first month, we were oh, fucking yeah. weird, and we didn't know how to do it. Well, I thought it's it was me same. for a bit. Yeah. I thought, oh, I'm just rusty, and blah, blah, blah. and then I realized I'm like. No, I do gigs in front of like the comic sounds like in a suburban 34 year olds who get what to do at a live show. Mm. It crushes. Yeah. Right? And then I'll like go to like another show or whatever and there'll be a bunch of young people at like a bar in Fitzroy, like a little underground trendy bar. They're just uncertain mm. with themselves, yeah. I think. It's, but, I, but you know, when I, after the, the big 100 day lockdown where you couldn't leave yeah. your house, I went and I'd, I fucking, the, I went and ordered coffee. And I, I, was, I did it. And I was like, fuck, that was weird. I was weird doing that. And the guy was <laughs> no, weird no, no, doing I, that. I completely agree. You know I, mean? I think the first month afterwards, do you yeah. feel like exhausted? Yeah. Like and, I, we and were, the, I wasn't even catching audience, up with many people. If you think about it now, I know it's been a while since we come out of lockdown, but now it's got to be 80% of the crowd. It's their first time seeing comedy since, since lockdown. Yeah, well, it is. So they're weird as well. And like we've, we've always found, because we yeah. have quite a young crowd, whenever it's people's first time in their life seeing comedy, a lot of the time they're like, oh, can I laugh? Because you're conditioned to seeing performance, seeing movies, shut the fuck up, don't say anything, do not disrupt. Yes. So sometimes Luke and I found that when it was like, you know, 16 to 18-year-old people's first comedy show, they're a little bit like, some people are like, oh, I'll stay quiet. Some people feel pressure like oh i I, sh- I should laugh and that makes them not laugh and and we just started going hey if you're at a comedy show this is what you should do we love loud we love clapping we love people joining in and and laughter and it's almost quarantine's compounded that issue a little bit mm. i mean the shows have been incredible but every now and then yeah. i felt like i exaggerated before it's like a real minority mm-hmm. like in i just sense it in the room i feel like self censoring but it is it is no, so i don't censor it myself but no, i feel a little are. bit of yeah yeah unease and i see people cover their mouth yeah to I'm not laugh like of- that <gasps> yeah and i'm just like just laugh yeah but that Weird. that is definitely like a thing about society that is come out of being fucking in dungeons on screens, I not socialising. So. Like, of... I just think that the first three months afterwards, I, I remember sad. I was I was <laughs> actually, is. like, I'm, I'm an extroverted person and I'd be catching up with people and I'd be fucking exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really tired after catching up with people. I found, as a person, you know what probably changed me a little bit about lockdown? I used to be super, much, much more introverted. I'm doing things now that I would just decline a lot more i'm like, going to like shit. What? just social events i'm right. i'm like going instead of not going because i'm because i'm like ah oh, you know kind of kind of missed it mm. a little bit which is weird for me because i don't go to anything that's interesting <laughs> yeah yeah you know, uh, he left our work party he's like it's luke and lewis work party yeah, yeah. Left before it. midnight I, I paid for it i left, <laughs> I, left early. I, I, I didn't get my own money's worth what did you got? So this work party was this for like end of year Christmassy type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. What did you guys do? Yeah, we went uh, bowling with okay. the squad. Yeah, yeah. Um, we jumped on a yacht with Jay Z. He owns Title. Okay. Well, it's coming. <laughs> that's, around. that's where I you got that. It's coming back. That's where you got the back. deal. Yeah, we were all wearing blue. Yeah. Okay. I don't really get that one. Yeah. Really old reference to when Title launched. All the all the artists changed their display pictures to blue. 
I was really digging there. One person laughed. Okay. Let's listen to this. One person. No one in the room, <laughs> but I'm claiming that one person. <laughs> Jacob did. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he no marketing. And, as I said before, proof. mate, I don't respect your team, just mine, so <laughs> he doesn't count. So, <laughs> fuck, what, what were we even talking about? I don't even know what I Just asked. how we changed since lockdown and no, social no, things. There was work party. The work title. party. Oh, oh yeah. Jay-Z. And then, um, Small talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just said uh, the night got a little messy after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Lewis. I get, yeah, I get, <laughs> I get made fun of, but I, I, upon hearing the tales, I think I made the right call. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, like, I'm one for bailing on those things pretty quickly. It served, not quickly, but at a reasonable time. It you served me well. close to the city as well, so you have the luxury of going, my bed is within two kilometres. Yeah, I so I'm just going to bounce. But I, I remember when I did have, like, a corporate job, Every year at the work party, someone would get fired because they'd do something inappropriate, like yeah. smack the CEO's nuts um, or, That's a bit comfortable. or sexually mm. assault someone. Yeah. Um, so they would be charged and fired. So I would, it would often get to like 11.30, near 12 o'clock. I was going to say, oh, do you, just do you go, work... Bounce. I was going to say, do you work for the Liberal Party? But no. <laughs> no. Better get fired for doing that, Speaking do of cum, mm-hmm. yeah. fucking hell. Mm. It, that, that shit's crazy, huh? Man, it's in shambles. Yeah, that's th- this shit might cost them the election. It could. You can't piss off. But are half they, the population? Are they part of the party or are they like um, public servants? They're, like in some are staffers, some are senators. That moron lady came out and said that she felt bad for the person who got fired. Yeah, you can't say that. Nah. Who? Which lady? The guy, whoever jacked off on the desk, got fired, and yeah. some another mm-hmm. liberal. I don't know what sure her name is. She was blonde. She had a little fringe. Mm-hmm. Um. She looked like a liberal MP and uh, she came out and was like, oh, obviously it's unacceptable what he did, but I, I obviously do feel bad for him. That yeah. He, like, got and she, she also whatever. said he was a nice guy. Yeah. It's like, you can't say that. Seem that no, nice. no, no, no. You can't, you can say that. No, no, no okay. you say, you say, I thought he was a nice guy yeah. or he came across as a nice guy until he fucking I mean, jacked off at work and sent yeah, but that's photos just a to weird everyone. It's fucking, so weird. Like, wouldn't you think that's a weird sexual fetish? As opposed to a personality trait? I wouldn't see someone jack off over someone's laptop on their work desk mm. and be like, what a top bloke. Good bloke. No, I wouldn't either, yeah. but uh, yeah. And that's just my hot take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what what actually... are you hiding in your closet? Because <laughs> huh? no, no, but... I think you're a nice guy. Am I going to have to start saying until? <laughs> yeah, until. <laughs> um, no, but this this guy, like, they, they're all doing it in, like, Closed rooms and filming it and sending it to each other, right? So weird. Yeah, that was that's like in the prayer room shit. as well. Do you just say no? I did not hear yeah. that. Yeah, oh, I mean that was the article <laughs> that I read, the insider one. Or I haven't heard that. Yeah, Jesus. it was uh, the guy Tom who came out. This like, and someone came out under an alias Tom to the mm. media and said that. Uh, put it this way: that prayer room was not being used for prayer. It's so disrespectful. But there were people on their knees. Well, he no, because he <laughs> yeah, there still were people on their knees. And you know why? Because mm. he admitted to the media anonymously that he'd fucked in there too. Yeah, they're all oh. having, they're all having orgies in uh, whatever. Why room. aren't the conspiracy theorists going nuts over this? This is perfect. It, it's fucking in like a re, uh, like a religious space. That's cult activity. Where's Alex Jones? <laughs> <laughs> There's too much shit going on in America <laughs> Good for them question. to care. Yeah. But isn't it? Crazy though that like that's so disrespectful to anyone who might have been using it as a prayer room. Yeah, mm. probably not that anyone may have been, but it's probably God just loves an empty sinners. room. Still, yeah. loves everyone. It's just all a bit weird. It but, is very but, strange. Like to me, I like. Are you surprised though? Like, no. I, I feel like in a, a town like Canberra, in a 
in that whole gig, you've got to kind of be, you've got to be a bit screwy. You've got to have some sort of weird. All politicians, for the most huge sweeping generalization I'm make, making here, all politicians good, generally, I'm about to make one too. great, from all, <laughs> from all parties are completely fucking detached from reality and what an yeah. actual person's life is. Yeah. You know, like the, like to, to even be able to run, you need to come from money pretty much. You need well, you just need to be backed. Yeah, you need to be backed. You need cash. You need to be good at networking, and you have to play the game of politics to move up. And you really need to start in politics super young and be a politician your whole fucking life to get anywhere where you can change mm. lives. And at that point, the only thing you know is being a politician, and that's why the only thing those cunts can agree on is is giving each other a raise. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I reckon we need a bit of help. <laughs> yeah, that's what I know. Yeah, all right. Yeah, a bit more money for us. Yeah, I remember I had a bit of a realisation like after late 2019 or maybe early 2020, we were going to – because we'd interviewed a few politicians. I was like, there's not much I'm getting from this. Mm. Like there's a lot of same, same stuff and these were relatively high-profile politicians. The only consideration I'd give is the PM and the leader of the opposition because that would be interesting mm. just to, to hear the same them spin time. whatever. Yeah, something Punch like that. On. Having the two of them sit here, yeah, that'd be quite interesting. But they ring. would never do that. No, they wouldn't. They could never do a, um, a show or... Uh, anything where it's not not so much scripted, but not highly edited, or they've yeah, got exactly. some ability yeah. to you know, like the caveat. only reason they'll they'll get grilled a little bit on the ABC, and the only reason they let that happen is because the ABC knows if they go too hard, they'll get their funding cut. Yeah, but most of the hard stuff they have is Lee Sales asking the same question five times. <laughs> like that's the grilling they I they know. get. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird system. I I loved Scomo's response to a journalist going, "Oh, what do you think about all these terrible things?" You know, that reflects poorly on you. And then him going, "Well, you know, your organization has some you know some rapey stuff going on as well." It's like, okay, and the journalist didn't know about that, and that also I believe was not public at all. Yeah, what do so you what all do you he's think done there that? is gone. What? Everyone has a bit of raping going on in their office, you know. I'm not bad. We're both bad. And then he's also kind of admitted, again, this sounds true. I haven't done my research. But he's also kind of admitted that someone's worded him up about allegations that a big media company has, Mm. which just proves like weirdly close ties because no one else knew about that. Yeah. But he did. Which, yeah, the editor which makes of Sky you think News didn't. The, the boss goes, hey, just so you know, so it doesn't surprise you in an interview or something, we might have some allegations coming up too. And he goes, oh, fuck, how crazy is it? They bond over it. You but, know? Sure, yeah, they, but surely people get that that's going to happen. It's like just so new, weird to come out. News media would be, of course, speaking to pol- like the high-profile types. Would, I would imagine the CEO of News Corp would be chatting to the PM and others. Yeah, I guess. I, I, just, I don't think they should be friends. The news shouldn't be friends with politicians. They should be holding them to account. So right? what do you what do you do do to stop them being friends then? You can't exactly because the system's corrupt. Like, I'm not, I don't have any solutions. You what do I do have is jizz complaints. on their desk. Yeah, you jizz or on something. their desk. Yeah. you can leak shit. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, out of your dick. <laughs> so I want to know. Um, <laughs> I want to know what 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 the liberals did to piss off the news enough to have all this come out. Do you, here's my conspiracy theory. Do you think it's because they fucked up the news media bargaining code? And rolled over, and didn't pass what what Rupert Murdoch no, wanted. Them no, no, I think I think they got what they want. I think they anchored pretty high, and then they got something that was still they got, good. They enough. did. They did get something. Yeah. 
All right. Well, then that's my conspiracy theory gone. Yeah. You see, I'm that type of conspiracy theorist where I'll go, oh, no, crazy we- assumption. Someone will go, yeah, what about this? And I'll go, yeah, that's fucking crazy. And I'll put it in the bin. Yeah. You so know? maybe you're just skeptical and not a I conspiracy theorist. I think you're a conspiracy theorist. theorist because you just use reason and logic yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> a conversation on a podcast, yeah. which is unheard of. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often, does it? And no. you said the word fact, yeah. so yeah. already. Yeah. yeah, it's out, you know. <laughs> you. Yes, you. Are you intrigued by this episode? If so, go to our footer on the website, n-e-u-r-a-l-l-e.com, neural.com. We're going to give you an insight each week. It's going to be on business, marketing, or a topic that we covered in the episode at all. We'd love your support and it would help us in developing the intellect around this series. But without going on too much longer, let's get back into this episode. Speaking of facts. Mm -hmm. um, Machine. What? Facts machine? Oh, God. (laughs) Fuck. Hang on. Are you you wearing two watches? Yes. Don't look at me like I'm a freak when you've got two watches on. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's always something about the watches. One is for tracking uh, health data and one is because I like it because it was given to me as a gift. Right. Instead, I mean, you could wear one I know. and then the other I know, instead but I don't. of both at the same time. Yeah. You look like a broke rapper. A broke rapper. <laughs> you know, sometimes they wear two Rolexes. Cause well, they uh, what so do you many. think of my... Uh, the bracelets, do you like them? <laughs> is it is it gold and diamonds? No, they're brass. You're not I'm 360, you're like 180. <laughs> <laughs> brass. Fuck. You look like a broke rapper from the Stone Age. From the Stone Age. Yeah. <laughs> or the brass, eh? The bronze It does age. actually look like a Stone Age sort of, you know, mm. bracelet. Mm-hmm. But no, I like to wear, occasionally I like to wear two. There you go. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm a dickhead, but fuck. I whatever. mean, you, you're wearing a fucking smartwatch and you run a podcast. You're a dickhead. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not. I was, yeah, I'm literally wearing a Garmin and I also run yeah, two what's, podcasts. Yeah, what's the whole... I mean, I'm wearing a Gucci bracelet, so I'm in no spot to judge here at all. I'm the biggest wanker. Um, the Garmin thing, why, why Garmin and not, like, you've got an iPhone, right? Yeah. So why not? Uh, uh, because Apple. I don't have Apple Music and I like music when I run. Spotify? Still yeah, works? Uh, they don't do it. What do you mean they don't? don't they do on the Apple watch? Music refuse to put. You can't download the app Spotify because yeah, but you, they're not going to put a third uh, party app. Yeah, on you their can shit. on my phone. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, doesn't I, know you, the, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Thing. Like it's oh, it doesn't work properly. They yeah. don't make it. They so make what it you're so saying you is Apple you don't music. want your phone That's in like your Google pocket maps. while like you're Google running maps. and exercising. Oh, no, because I like for real run. Like I like go gym. Yeah, well, Jim. I don't right, that makes, I understand what you mean. I hate when people have this huge phone on their shoulder thing and, and they're lugging it around. It's like, dude, just travel light. I yeah. just do wireless headphones, watch, and it works. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, I never I thought about price. that. I never thought about that. You do need it in your pocket, but you can control like the volume control, and stuff like that. I can control the songs and the volume from my headphones. Yeah. I have a little volume But if you it. move the phone more than like a couple meters away, it's gone. Yeah, uh, but I don't have my phone. It's just Bluetooth to my That's watch. what I mean. Yeah. So that's why the Garmin fucking works. Yeah, Is anyone great. else frothing this fucking <laughs> smartwatch chat? <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck, what's the best yeah. smartwatch? Well, what are you sitting here listening to? You guys talk about politics and then yeah. I eventually yeah, sneak, him, sneak in a leaking dick joke. You give it nothing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right. He was bored. Give the man a break. I was so bored. <laughs> sorry, I think man. the viewers forgot I was here because yeah. it just would have been on your two cameras. Yeah, what do you want to talk about, I should have taken a piss or something. Mate, it's your show. You're working, not me. I'm here. I'll bounce 
it's off you. You've got your fucking notes. You got like you look like you scripted the entire conversation. You've got three pages of notes, and you're like, "What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk nah, about? This, You've written a lot." This is this is actually this is quite. <laughs> a, I'm this isn't much. <laughs> this isn't much for what we normally do. We normally do like five or six pages or something like that. Really? Yeah. But is do you ever get through it? No. It's just more sometimes I want reference points and actually it's more the process of writing than anything. Yeah, right. Luke and I, will. we have a big whiteboard. Seven we might, dot points. Sometimes we struggle to write five. Mm. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get to three and we'll be like, fuck, what else? And the both thing of us is, will <laughs> go, well, that's all the thoughts that are in my brain at the moment. <laughs> but your so show is it. a very, com- obviously, comedic, conversational show. When I have people in here, I'm trying to get away from, like, they come in and do these interviews. There's always the cliche questions. I often try and use the preamble to get away from all that yeah, right. bullshit. Oh, so we're past the preamble. Yeah. So you you're guys, about to go deep? No, no, you guys have been, this is like your fucking, what episode is this? The fourth third episode? Or fourth time. Yeah. Well, I think we've both come on individually Individually also. And maybe twice tw- together. Three times together. Oh, three times is the third. Oh, yeah, shit. Bro. Yeah. We're here. We're here. We're frequent visitors. Yeah. Who's your Who's your most frequent guest? We got to be up there. Um, Isn't it, it would be between you. Who did you say? Hayden Peterson. No, actually, no. I mean, he's been in twice, oh, but okay. not him. Um, but we doubled him. Uh, Dan Monheit's been in a few times. He's like a media guy. Uh, fuck Jacob. Who do we have in regular? So what you're trying to say is we have no competition. Yeah, Hayden was in three times on this podcast. No, and but he in was life. in a gr- he was in a group one. Let's have our own chat. What have you been up to? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, yeah I'm Sorry. good. I'm good. I've got a I show tonight. You're performing days. tonight? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's good. First Friday night Fuck for us. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Oh, this is nice. This is so nice. Should we keep, should we keep doing the podcast? Is so left out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is so nice. Just you seeing you guys having a nice, mm. like, calm conversation. You can't, like, uh, roast him about two watches, then his iPad, and then just start ignoring the fuck out of him. What's funny about that, Lucas, you can. And we did. On a... Serious note, though, when you do yeah. these interviews, what do you guys wish people would ask you? Because that's something I've been asking guests a lot recently. That's a like, good question. Like a topic you wish you could just... Because as, as an example, Hayden Peterson, uh, he was in for an episode and we talked about psychedelics for 30, mates. 40 mm. minutes. Oh, yes. Tom yeah. Nosky, he was in and we talked about personal finance for 30 minutes. Something that I would love I would someone that. to <laughs> ask me. I would trust that. Someone that, that, that yeah. I would love to be asked is like, what's it like being so handsome? I mean, no one oh, would ever God. ask me that because why would you? And but you I, would, also, I would feel good about but it. But you also wouldn't have the experience to no, answer I wouldn't. it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I would love to be asked that because that would mean I would be that handsome, you know? <laughs> and that would be- just be nice generally. I mean, I would have a shit personality because why would I need one? But it would be nice to be asked that because that would mean I would be that. What would you want to be asked? Um... I don't know. Like, I'm having to talk about anything. I only ever want to talk about stupid shit. Like, I could have talked about skateboarding for another 45 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not good. I hey, can't by even the way, do it we only. never actually finished that. I mean, it's, it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why. I, I'm glad. But I, I, yeah. I'm, I never said it'd be good. I said I'd be happy to. Yeah. And that's the difference. <laughs> just, just on that quickly, why, how did you come to the verdict of you two being too old for skateboards? I mean, I've been a blader my whole life, um, so it's kind of, <laughs> I wanted to make the switch because blading's traditionally lame. Don't worry. I haven't ditched the blading world. I want to get back. Mm. I think I just, you know what it was? I wanted to get from A to B. One day I walked from my house to the station and it was an uncomfortable long walk, but it would have been an, a cruisy skate. Mm. But then I also don't want to be the guy when I rock up to the venue or to the 
With the skateboard. You know, getting from A to B is great, but being at B and holding a skateboard yeah. sucks. Yeah. Like, yo, dude. Shacker on the way in. Like a bike. You have to, like, park it and lock it up. I just feel like skateboard, if you are going to a place, you can usually mm. find somewhere to put it. Oh, skateboard make... is, and skate longboard, skateboard is debatable over whether or not that's cool. I'm longboard gonna... is, is exclusively cool. Whenever yeah. I see I'm someone buy, like, on a longboard, cruiser, I'm like, that guy's cool. Which yeah. is, like, a, one with the big wheels. Yeah. I just started off with a skateboard because I was worried it, I wouldn't be good yet and it'd be too fast for me. Mm. So mm. I'm just kind of getting the hang of it, and now I'm going to buy a good proper one. Well, it's so much fun. I love being on wheels. Do you, do you look th- at people walking? I'm like, you idiots. <laughs> yeah. What about Luke? Luke always sees people in wheelchairs, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, bro!" <laughs> yeah. And they're always like, Ugh. "Yeah, it's my, my people." Well, what yeah. about? Because I just remember your skit uh, or bit that you did with uh, Frenchie. The was it Blader Bros? Yeah. Or, do you Blade think Life? Blade Life. Yeah. Would you ever do that again? Yeah. I mean, he's that could be, that I don't know if he bought his blades. Yeah, because that was fucking hilarious. But also, it, that in was, terms you know, of transport, was, that would actually work really yeah, well because so funny. you could put him in your bag. So for those who didn't say that skit, it's me and uh, another Australian comedian, Frenchie, who also does online stuff. He's actually and the world's oldest so comedian. Old. <laughs> you know, he's, he's. I believe, they um, they he's, did the, he's the testing, 90, the carbon yeah. testing. Yeah. 90 decades old. 900 <laughs> years old yeah. he is. <laughs> You know how they cut trees open and then like they <laughs> yeah. age it by how many rings? What do they do for Frenchie? They the just same do the rings thing, around his but, eyes. But they lose count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it'd be crazy if you ever cut him open. That'd be a crazy amount of rings. Fuck, man. I don't no know blood, how I keep tracking these fucking interviews. It's so hard. What do you mean? He's just ancient. That's <laughs> nothing to get. And don't yeah. get him on here because he won't remember. He gets dementia. He really? does. Yeah. yeah. Right. Every time. Uh, yeah, that's that's was that was he here in the room? <laughs> Every time we He'll meet him, it's like the is. first time. He's always nice. Yeah. You know, because because I forget people's names and faces sometimes. I'm pretty bad at that. That's just because he's a bad person. Yeah. yeah. That's that's just because I'm I. I'm just kind of bad and in my own head all the time. But but Frenchie has dementia, so we let it slide. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we filmed this video, and it was so much fun that day because <laughs> yeah. I rock up to this, like, he's in this Airbnb in Carlton, and it was great. We had to get to – we wanted to film near Fed Square so it was a little more public so people give us weird looks. So instead of, like, walking down there, we are like, oh, we're on blades. So we just started the video, and we're on the tram just, like – the tram's moving and we're just holding on, like zooming around, yeah, like yeah. and people are trying to get on and off, and we're like having races on the tram and rollerblades. It was great. We went through a protest, and if this doesn't show you that like fun can unite people, that I don't know what does because we went, th- we had to kind of push through everyone. We're blading through. I high five the protesters mm. and then kept on going through and then high five some cops as well. Yeah. So I'm like, look, they can't agree on whatever they're protesting about. But I think it was anti-abortion. <laughs> That's why Luke was high-fiving them. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But uh. it was great. Though. Like we were just, uh, I was high-fiving yeah. like the cops, the protesters, and people were like, look yeah. at these dudes on blades. Yeah. And uh, we got down to Fed Square. People were, like filming us for mm. their Instagram. It was it was a it was a very ju- it was a good bit. I it really was liked just it. Like, I think the glasses and everything made it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the funny thing up. about rollerblades is you you can't stop rollerblading. Like you're you're in them and you're in them until you arrive. You know. Unless like, you take them off. Like, well, they're on you. Well, you can't shoes. take them off. They're, you, If you take them off, you've got no shoes on. You can so, walk barefooted. But, like, you no, can get you off don't your skateboard. Do that. Yeah. But you have to keep blading. You can't, yeah. like, quickly jump off your blades and then pop them back on. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, 
it's, you, it's a commitment you've made to like the journey if you put on rollerblades, which is yeah. so, it's so much fun. And the only reason you would really stop doing some mode of travel like that, if you're going A to B, the only reason you would really stop is in an emergency or if you're really embarrassed. And the only thing more embarrassing than rollerblading is taking them off because <laughs> you're embarrassed. Yeah. Because you, you've got to sit down. you got to own it. Take the straps off. Once you're in, you have to be the most confident person ever because you've got to get to B. Do you remember that time? How old are you? I'm 30. Okay. Oh, okay. You might have been like maybe a little too young, but there was a hot moment in time there where blades almost were cool. It was mm. blades versus skateboarding and then skateboarding one. One. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Probably because of that, Tony Hawk. Was there that because was no... of like the jackass guys, Tony Hawk and like that 100%. culture yeah. and the music that surrounded it? I reckon. I, I mean, kinda, there, was yeah. no, there was no Tony blading, Hawk for, for blading. You, it, you never watch a Blink-182 video and some guy's like doing a blade trick or no. something like that. But it was, it's harder with rollerblades to do tricks, I guess. Yeah. That's true. Um, I don't, uh, what's cheaper? A skateboard? Yeah, I was going to say a skateboard's, skateboard's probably, probably cheaper. cheaper. It's a, like, a, like a bad skateboard would be much it's, cheaper than bad You look cooler blades. on it as well. They're not shoes. See, I, I went yeah. he- heavier on rollerblading because I just had like the worst experience where I did rollerblading why does that not shock me for either of you Mm. well I was a rollerblading okay here's mine I was intimidated by the board Alsonwick Skateball back Mm -hmm. in the day before they'd renovated it fix it up or whatever we're skateboarding we've got new skateboards for Christmas we're testing out we're doing all right. hey mum hey dad look at us my dad's like I can can give this a go oh no and he's got hiking shoes on right I witnessed this at a regional skate park two weeks ago so just imagine it's got a lip in so you're basically like giving a fresh serve in he was dropping in as a dad no he didn't drop in it's like a like a ramp fun little slope that's fine a little slope you you remember at Alsonwick um, the the have you, uh, did you ever been? I know what it? you're talking about because my brother used to skateboard, so I've okay. I've been to all the parks. So Your he got a scooter kid. Yeah, he was a scooter kid. He he, all, he literally almost went pro until yeah. he broke his arm. So and his mate is now I can't remember his name, but his his friend is the Tony Hawk of of scooters. <laughs> not as cool, <laughs> not as cool, but he's rolling in cash. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you're lying. No, I'm no, literally. That, this is the one time. That's the one true thing I've said the whole interview. Okay. is that my brother almost went pro on s- doing scooter shit. What's your brother's name? Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. Arthur and Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. So your dad's at the skate park. So uh, we we're looking at this. This is a super serious dad, uh, always working, and he just decides he's going to do this cool thing. We're like, fuck, our dad's cool. Goes down the bowl, and comes up the other like lip. And proceeds to actually double dislocate his ankle. Oh fuck! So he's so the board that. the board keeps going, and his leg stays there, and it proceeds to dislocate fully one eighty oh. or nearly one eighty. And he's like there, like screaming his head off in the bowl, and like it was the fucking worst experience ever. I was been I would have been ten. Oh yeah, that's PTSD. Yeah, you can't board ever. Yeah. yeah. So we had that, and he's like. You know, the, they give him the green whistle and all that. And he, I just remember him screaming, don't let them cut it off. Like the whole way to the ambulance. Oh, a bit much, Dad. Yeah. They're not going to fucking amputate the foot. No, they said they may have to amputate his foot. What? Yeah. And that's why he was freaking out. Oh, yeah. Because okay. he was high right. as a kite. The shittest hey, Dad, way ever. Exactly correct reaction. The shittest way ever to lose your foot. Like, comes like, oh, my <laughs> God, you get attacked yeah, by a story. shark. And you're like, nah, I was, I was trying to be a cool dad. Workplace accident, you know, like he runs a manufacturing factory. He's, oh, did it happen then? Nah, nah I went skateboarding. The <laughs> 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 Can you imagine? He'd never live it down. 
Um, but yeah, that that was my and from that moment onwards, it was always about rollerblading for me. Yeah, I could never. I never fair. did. I'm not anything. Judge you now. <laughs> I never did anything like that. I was. I would never, and I still never do risky things with my body. For some, my, I think my mum freaked me out. She had, she's had, she had shit knees. She's had two knee reconstructions, so she would always tell me about her knees, and it something about it freaked me out. Just and gives I'm you like, the ick. I, yeah, Lewis I just won't even do, go on a roller coaster. No. So your mum seemed, from all the stories she told, quite overprotective. I think she's she's uh, an anxious person. She used to like mm. like make you fearful of every single risk. Yeah, like yeah, remind my, my, you of my the dad's risk like of that. every situation. A type, very yeah. like risk averse. Um, but she she would do things stuff. like she she was always worried about me getting hurt by external things. But then she was also she would also she gave me the fear. But then she also gave me the spine. So she she was always like worried about me getting into fights at school for some reason. Uh, and she was always like, you Have know, you met you, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe it was my personality. Maybe. Uh, and she was she always used to tell me, Lewis, never start a fight, but always finish one. Yeah. She goes, yeah. if you if you get hit, hit him back twice as hard. So, and that's kind of my philosophy. What, what's the most socially acceptable, <laughs> risky activities for you guys? Like, think about like skiing, rollerblading, base jumping. I got more injuries playing footy than any other thing I've ever done. But like, what's the furthest you would go? Well, that's because you treat footy like it's a UFC match. Yeah, but <laughs> never like fighting in footy. It's always just like in a pack and you like break your arm. Like, I broke my arm and mm. ligaments and stuff. Mm. I don't know. Like, Truly, physically, I never really never did anything. I did tennis. I've never broken a bone. I've <laughs> I used to twist my ankle a bit when I would run. Yeah. But truly, I've never really done anything physically risky. I, I just yeah. did dumb shit. Like uh, when I was a kid, like billy carting down insanely steep hills and mm. ending up in thorn bushes, and like we used to like watch Jackass and then go outside and not film it and just repeat it. Mm. Like it's an insane. I wonder dumb how many stuff. kids Jackass put yeah. in the hospital. So many. Hey, they would have killed so, people. Would yeah, you, absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Would you guys ever, like, parachute or anything like that? No. For a joke. 100%. I could Maybe. get into it. So you wouldn't do oh, it for, like, I'd, I'd worry for the bit's balloon. sake. Say Would if we you? ever had to skydive for a bit. Like, say if we thought the funniest way to land in some place was to just jump out of a plane. Ironically, as someone who's incredibly tall, I'm six foot eight, I also have a real <laughs> big fear of heights. Mm. Yeah, he's scared of goddamn day. I am a height. <laughs> I, that's why I walk around with at a nine anxiety wise because I'm like fuck. <laughs> I I don't, I don't think I could do any of that shit. Like it just I doesn't do interest it, me I at could, all. Look, I could do it for a bit. The only thing no, more I'd powerful than my fear is You'd my passion for comedy. Well, that's what I mean. I could do it for a bit, but I don't think the bit would be funny because I it would just I'd be, be like too. Yeah, I, I don't think you'd enjoy heights. it. No, I wouldn't. Andrew Schultz has a great joke about skydiving where the best case scenario is you live. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's the best case scenario. Worst, I don't want to do anything where the best case scenario is I survive. Worst that's ca- like life though. Like that's like you say about anything. That's yeah, such but, a but, pessimistic attitude because the best case scenario is you love it. You have a great time. You're like, wow, what an experience. I was literally falling through the air. Are you putting mm. yourself in that situation? That's like though. going like, oh, I left the house today. Best <laughs> case scenario, I make it home. <laughs> it's like, yeah. This is an agoraphobic attitude. <laughs> no, but that, but that, it's objective that you will return home fine, generally, but you're jumping out of no, a lane. No, it's not. You know what? This is why I'll never go parachuting. Our Frenchie told me this, I think. He did a show back in 1812. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, this was like a few, this is true. A few years ago, this is kind of Frenchie's story, but he, I remember talking to him about it. 
he would he did a show in some regional town and he was doing crowd work and he worked out this guy uh, he this guy <laughs> in the front row you know the story yeah. he was off his face he was drunk he was doing pills he was fucked right and Frenchie's talking oh you're so drunk blah, blah blah whatever and the guy and your man you're gonna have a real rough morning tomorrow he's like yeah fine I'm gonna get up early and Frenchie goes oh what do you do for work and he goes oh I pack parachutes no. See, people are stupid. They think they're trusting their life to the di- to the jump instructor. That's what no, I mean. Not. I don't it's trust them. It's the cunt working minimum wage who packs the parachute. That's who you trust your life to. Yeah. The guy who's at a Frenchie show off his head on pills and beer. <laughs> you going to trust him? I yeah, won't. This, this is the same argument with carny workers as well. Like oh, when yeah. you go on those like pop-up, you know, Melbourne yeah, festival rides. Yeah, there's fucking no way I do and that And it's shit. like those guys are like, yeah. On so many pills, people just because they have to stay awake. But also, the stuff. machine, yeah. the machines are secondhand. They bought them from some other big, yeah. Uh, yeah. like theme park. And then, who, who's what's checking the service? It? Like, sure, they've, got, they've got a guy that owns it. They've got a traveling popcorn guy. They got the roadies that go around. Do they have a traveling safety inspector? I don't fucking I don't, think so. I don't think so. <laughs> everyone goes, all. oh, the the machines are designed by engineers. It's like, okay, cool, good point. But engineers from a hundred years ago, and do they assemble them? No. No. Have you ever tried to build IKEA furniture? Have you ever done it correctly? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't. Know. I've seen way like back in the day, way too many videos of like There's people going into space. <laughs> That's just just like rides. <laughs> Pretty much you know, it's just like that. Rides failing on YouTube live, like whatever Fuck you want. That. I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's not for me. You want to know no a good things. one I did? A movie world, <laughs> right? So that one of the rides was like a countdown clock <laughs> mm. and it got to two. I was with uh, Meg's brother-in-law, my Meg. girlfriend, and uh, Meg. And uh, then it's like three two and it gets to two and I go oh shit my harness dude he freaked out then the ride just shoots off he if you want to make anyone not enjoy anything <laughs> just like <laughs> just tell them you're about to die yeah. and they'll hate the experience yeah. people we, hate that we lined up for 20 minutes and I ruined his little day the last few things I was going to ask you about is content Uh huh. so I know we were, we were looking at your real talk thing mm-hmm and how that has definitely become a trend over the last year for yourself. What mm-hmm. what have you guys changed in your content? What do you, what does the next year look like? Uh, I, hopefully, as if it stays legal and safe to do so. I think uh, for me and Luke as well, probably is just stand up clips. Mm-hmm. I think that's something. Luke's a lot better at it than me because he's uh, just been Funnier. putting more effort. <laughs> Been putting more effort into filming the clips and everything. That was good. I like that. Thank you. Um, yeah. And it shows that yeah. I was being honest. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> come up with a fucking title banger and then come talk to me. Yeah. You still haven't rounded that out. I was going to say we're still waiting <laughs> for the comeback. Yeah. It, well, hey, you're running out of time. Stay it? tuned for our for our sixth appearance on the show. Titles this joke feels like titles bang. launched strong at first and <laughs> yeah. then it just petered off. You know, what, you know what's happened here is you know right before a tsunami the tide goes out. Oh. The tide's gone out. <laughs> Standing 300 meters into where there is normally ocean, having a party. We don't know it's coming. Pretty soon, tidal wave's gonna fucking take us out. Okay, you wait. It's coming. <laughs> this podcast might go for six hours, but it will arrive. <sighs> I think. I think. For I think that what's what's really changed during uh, quarantine is is short vertical video. Remember when yeah. Instagrams started up IGTV and they did a big press conference and they were like, vertical video is the future. 
and everyone was like, fuck off. This is shit. I'm not watching video vertically. Look at us now. Yeah. Can't laugh at a comedy show because it's in landscape. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. I spend probably 50% of my editing time not creating original content. It's Mm. just resizing and repurposing (laughs) content for every single platform. And it infuriates Uh, me. I love subtitling and I love resizing, Jordan. That's the (sighs) the most frustrating. Because Luke and I both started. People don't even want to listen anymore. Mm. They have to have both for them to pay attention to the joke. Yeah. It's true. I've noticed on um, TikTok now that subtitling is like standard. Yeah. Yeah. When Luke and I started... It was Facebook. That's and it. YouTube. And and a little bit of YouTube. Now, if you want to be a creator, it is so much more difficult to be on everything. You, you need to be on – I mean, you don't need to be on Facebook, but we are. Facebook, what we do, we po- I, I come up with one video. I got to post it to Facebook, to Instagram, to YouTube, uh, and then I got to cut it down for Reels and cut it down for TikTok, and then I got to – do stories. It's like you, you no longer do one post. Twitter, yeah. uh, you got to put it absolutely fucking everywhere. There is no such thing as posting once. Every time you have a bit of content, you got to post it eight times. That's why we have editors. Is like you know sometimes Luke and I will edit the main YouTube video, the stand-up clip, or whatever it may be, and then you got to give it to one guy who has to spend four hours just distributing yeah. it to other platforms, and then you have to sit down for like half an hour captioning, posting, all right, next platform, caption, post, next platform, doing all of that. It's cool because you get to reach a wider audience, but it's like it's turning into such a, a job to be everywhere at once and you have to be everywhere at once and you've got to be posting every fucking day. That's why I started Real Talk. We have like three, okay, two full-time jobs and one part-time job. I would say mm. podcasting is a part-time job. Yeah. We spend both spend three days a week doing podcasting. Yeah. And that's just not the show. Planning the show, yeah. organizing event. We try to do more than Which, just a podcast. And then stand up is a stand up being a stand up comedian is a full time job. Has yeah, been you for years. Right. Yeah. And I always feel like the struggle to keep up the stand up with everyone else that's just doing stand up while we're trying to do all these things during the day, like, okay, we'll get to gigs and everyone's like, What have you guys been up to today? And like and you go, Oh, podcasting. We did two episodes today and then I wrote a video and thing like they go, I'm like, What'd you do? They're like, Oh, I wrote like two jokes. But then they go up and those two jokes like kill. Yeah. And it's like, that's actually a productive day. But then I go like, didn't have a chance to write. I'll see how I'll go. Do you really have but to But that's be- why you're so good at crowd work. Yeah. Because I'm really good be. at crowd work yeah, because I'm some, I often get up at gigs and I'm like, ah, fuck it. And I just start talking to people. <laughs> but do you really have to be on every single platform? Yep. Absolutely really not Facebook that? anymore. 100%. I think you need to, you must focus on one. Absolutely. I think once you're established, you need to be everywhere. If you're starting out, you need a mainline just one. You need to at least be on TikTok and Instagram now starting out at Mm. least. And then YouTube, you should be trying to – because you can't monetize on those platforms unless you get brand deals. You should be working on something that's monetized, which is YouTube in the long run. I I think the ultimate goal for any creator should be big on YouTube because that – is that's I honestly out of all of these platforms, YouTube still is the yeah. only one I look at and go, 
that's going to be here in 10 years. Yeah, I was thinking Facebook that. Uh, died years ago. Is, is that going to be here in 10 years? It might be. It might be fucking MySpace. <laughs> Instagram is the next Facebook. It's happening. Yeah. You know, it's, it's already or, It's doing the making the same mistakes that Facebook did, which was let's be every company. app at once. <laughs> you know, TikTok, Instagram saw TikTok and was like, oh, we'll have that. They saw Snapchat. They were like, if, we will have that. If TikTok just doesn't change it, mm. I see longevity in it. I didn't originally. And we were both like hating on it. But it's like every app. You know, what was, we kind of thought everyone compared it to Vine when it came out. Remember when it came out? Yeah, everyone yeah. was like, it's just Vine 2.0. It's definitely not like Vine. It was. I the was, the I, level I of content was, was just as shit. I was pretty the content, TikTok for a while. I remember, I, I think yeah, you were like, I was we the need to first get on this. one on TikTok. But and the, now was, I am the smallest one on TikTok. <laughs> but it was just like so, the the people on it were so bad. The content they was so only bad. children. At yeah. the start, it was just made by kids. It was just mainly cringe. Like um, It was weird. Yeah. 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 And that's why I think I was against it. I was like, yeah, but I don't want to be associated with this mess of the, it's this app. But then it started to get good. And then I started, now I put a lot of time into it. And now it's my biggest platform. Yeah. I, I was thinking like what I noticed was, Yes, the the content could be shit, but the algorithm was the algorithm totally is, is insane. It knows it knows exactly what I want to see, and and I don't feel like I've given it enough information to do so. But it just fucking it just works. knows. It's and if great. they change it, it'll be great because that format of a minute, everyone knows yeah. it now. Just don't change it. Well, yeah. they, it's already happening. Well, they're getting they into now? live streaming. Yeah. And, uh, they push that some, really some fucking Some people hard. I know went to meet the uh, the people in charge of TikTok in Australia and they're going to go real hard on live streaming, which is cool. Yeah, I've, 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 I've Carla, Carla and the creator team because we manage a lot of like TikTokers now. Yeah. Um, so you must be making heaps of cash out of that. Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, it's 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 a hard slog because the problem with the early TikTokers who are big is that, and this is the thing I'm noticing. It's very between, hard to get off TikTok to transfer the audience elsewhere. Well, okay. So here's a question for you guys: of your audience, what percentage is Australian on TikTok? Mine's like sixty. Okay, that is unusual for a lot of the early I do TikTokers. Hashtag Australia in every single one of my videos. Do you? Every yeah. single one. Yeah. So all the difference Same between a lot of the creators similar. that we managed that were there in the early days, when it was like musically, mm. they've got like eight to ten percent Australia. Yeah. The rest is all American, um, or some random place like India or um, yeah. somewhere in Europe. But the the ones like like Will Gibb mm -hmm. um, oh, and a few others, take about forty one percent. Okay. So, like, Will has an audience in Australia in the 90s yeah. a percent. Yeah. Like, they've worked out that you can't just jump on trends and just get big that way because no, then useless. no one wants to do shit with that's you. That's useless. They're not a fan of you. They're a fan of how you did that trend exactly. that was entertaining at the time. And, and so, then you go, by the way, I have a fucking bakery. And they go, well, I don't care about that. I want, I want you to do the dance. Yeah. So, it's harder... For them to for people to accept that because it's harder to grow on TikTok in that way, but it's better in the long run. From someone who has grown slowly, it is so much better and so much more. It lasts. It lasts. You can I've see seen, how many comments they get. Per yeah, of, like, bands on there. They don't even follow me on other platforms. They just see me promote it and they go like, they come to shows and they go, I'm such a big fan. Every time you upload, like I upload four times a week or five times a week on TikTok, they go, I'm always like first, I feel like I'm always there so early when you upload. Like, And That's it's cool. weird to have a fan on TikTok because yeah. I'm not really a fan of anyone on there because I don't use it like that. I'm a mm. fan of people on YouTube. That's really? Because it's the new, the new like Gen Z You can't really check up on TikTok. people's yeah. new videos on TikTok. 
You just get what you're given. You get what you're given. And, yeah. And so. like, you know, there's nothing's chronological. And, and TikTok was smart in the sense where Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they all had to go through this thing of they gave it to you chronologically and then they took it away. Fa- uh, TikTok were just like, you get what you get and you don't get upset. And I'm not upset. Yeah. Because like, the old because it so knows good. you so well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but the th- yeah, I know what you mean. But the thing is, if you get dished someone's stuff on your own. If you um, repeatedly get dished some stuff, you just become a fan. Yeah. Mm. But also you can go into their profile and view them. stuff. Yeah, you can. You can you can binge watch people on TikTok as yeah. well. But I know you mean. Like sometimes you'll miss shit and be like, oh, fuck, there's like three videos here I've missed. What the fuck? Yeah, I go and like sometimes I like watch Alex Williamson stuff and I'm like, oh, I wonder what he's been up to. And then it tells you which <laughs> ones like watch. He posts like 10 times a day. I'm like, oh, I'm not watching this. Um, <laughs> out of interest, how many uh, people do you follow on like mine is absolutely 50, ridiculous on 40. TikTok, mainly because I just look at like a creator and go like, okay, this is, a, this is another person I can potentially work Honestly, with. Honestly, 185. 732. Half the people I follow. It's a lot. I just kind of like, as a joke, like yeah. I'll see someone like, this just does shit stuff and I'll just like go, I want to watch more of this because <laughs> I want the algorithm to recommend me more of whatever. I will like shit things so I get more shit things. Yes. I love it. That's the best part of TikTok. Whenever I see someone fall off the roof, I just like it. Even though that wasn't a good one, I know in two days' time I'm going to get a banger of someone eating shit on a kayak or something like that. Let me tell you, all the listeners, everyone watching, this is the best content on TikTok without a doubt. By far, I've watched a lot of TikTok. This is the best. Which? The best and it's really rare but it's starting to happen more and more and more often. It's like become a thing to do on TikTok. The best fucking TikTok you could ever watch is an old person accidentally posting a TikTok yeah. to their feed for the first time. Some old man just filming himself accidentally, looking confused, got trying to turn it off whilst while like wet ass pussy plays. They turn it, the TikTok ends and it has like I a million them, likes. Million likes. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And, and 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 they'll get half a million followers. And people are doing that because it's funny. And because the idea of like an 80-year-old guy in in fucking Alabama just sitting there while his phone goes bing, 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 bing. How do I turn it off? Bing, 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 follow, 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 follow. Uh, is hilarious. Yeah. It's like positive bullying. Do you know one of my fa- one of my favorite people to follow one. is this old guy who's like in like the New South Wales northern coast and he's like an old editor of the age like but he's probably about 75 or something like that and he just tells these stories on yeah. like his, his yeah. TikToks are just stories I also like, love that totally page fascinating. Sync Reviews it's just a guy that like earnestly reviews sinks <laughs> yeah, in America <laughs> and he rates them like out of five sinks and it started off I liked it ironically I was like lol this guy's reviewing sinks that's a good meme and now I'm just like I'll get fucking pissed off when he gives one like four and I'm like, dude, that was a two at best. I know a sink when I see one. I found one. How's this? In my liked videos, 10 million views. Okay. <laughs> okay, what is it? This is there is... Audio, a good audio from it? We'll describe I'll, it. I'll mute it uh, just so you don't get copyrighted or whatever. But it's just this <laughs> woman just like eating. She's looking at She's reading the text. You're supposed to like pick one of them. That's the trend. She doesn't know she's being filmed. 
She's trying to stop it. It's not stopping. <laughs> she has no idea what's going on. And she's just chewing the whole time she, as well. Look at her. She's tapping. She's like, how do I turn this off? She thinks she stopped it. She's talking to someone else now. It has 10 million views, <laughs> 2.5 million likes. And this woman and has this- now 70,000 followers. <laughs> <laughs> and what are her, what are her other and videos? And that's almost as much as you and you try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a bit in that. That's so. It would almost be an interesting experiment to go full on prosthetic makeup and do one of them on a new account and just see what happens. Yeah, then you'd end up being stuck in this old man character on this weird second account. (laughs) Um, Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in. I think we've cracked over an hour and a half or something, haven't we? Oh, great! Brilliant. Um, where can people find you on the interwebs? And also, more importantly, where can they buy tickets? Uh, both of us are performing in Melbourne, the Comedy Festival. When you listen to this, we have a week's worth of shows. We're both performing every single night. You can't see us both in one night, so pick your nights. Uh, come see us. The The shows, as of recording, Luke and I have done like three three shows also, two shows. Oh, yeah. But yeah. when this is released, we'll probably be up to our last week of the festival. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be all nice and polished, and it's been incredible. Really, really amazing. I know we, we talked a little bit of shit, but honestly, it's been great. The crowds have been awesome, and we'd yeah. love to see you there. It's so much fun to just be back on stage every night yeah. and like have Fuck people there. It. It's so weird. I'm mm. still in the point where it's like, I'm still like, well, uh, we're doing this still. Yeah. I was 100% expecting the festival to be cancelled again. Yeah. Absolutely. Really? Yeah, we had to cancel it last to. year. We went through it. You just have to have this part of your mind that's like, yeah. I'm going to oh, get no, fucked. I understand, I understand that, but I just, I, because it got so close to the festival to and there was no down. cases. Yeah, I know, but I was just trying to like make it easier like, for Like as an example, we had, this, we had this chat recently because the wedding is on the 10th and then we just heard it's the Man, 8th. I don't know how you had the balls to book a wedding. We, we we had to fucking move it. Yeah. I moved it in February from October to April. Yeah. So smart. like I was like, oh, this thing will be over by then for yeah. sure. And I wasn't going to move it again because if we move it again, it's fucking at the end of the year and I'm sick of moving weddings yeah. or whatever. Eighth is when new international arrivals can start coming in. So I'm like, I, th- I thought this. <gasps> I thought this exactly. Thank fuck because yeah. at least... I can get the wedding done. Yeah, because I've no, absolutely no, no faith no in hotel whatsoever. quarantine. Zero confidence. Yeah. It's the federal government's job. They're not doing it. The state government cannot do it properly. They don't have the resources. Yeah. I've got no faith. When they announced that they were going to do resume it on April 8th, I'm, I was like, fuck yeah. That means that they'll have two weeks to work out that it's gotten out of hand. And by then, festival's over, baby. Yeah. I can start doing shows in Sydney. And then they won't let me back. When does the festival end again? What's the end date? April 18th. April 18th. So by the time COVID gets dangerous... We'll be sweet. So by the time you listen to this, Sydney shows will get cancelled. But that's okay. Fuck, it'd be funny to listen to this in hindsight. (laughs) This is gonna (laughs) age poorly. I have have zero faith. Tomorrow, two new cases of locally acquired COVID. No faith. Get the fucking army to do it. Yeah. Gents, thanks again for coming in. Appreciate no it. No worries. Thanks, thanks for having us. Always fun. Yeah. Uh, when are we coming back? Uh, sometime later this year. Yeah, great. Where, are you going to wrap up the title joke or uh, next episode? Next episode. Stay tuned. The tidal wave will hit. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you do like it, please subscribe. And, of course, like if you're watching the YouTube video as well. Uh, We'd really appreciate that. You can also find our Clips channel in the description. 
for audio. If you're not already listening, you can search Uncommon on Pocket Cast, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts quite easily. For video, if you're not watching, you can search Uncommon on YouTube. And for behind-the-scenes takes and clips uh, on social media, then definitely check out at Uncommon underscore show on Instagram. But otherwise, look, thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, thanks for listening.